Hello, welcome to the One Life Podcast, where we talk about things from One Life Church, but ultimately, things we think can relate to you and your one and only life. My name is Sarah Inman. I'm one of your co-hosts of the podcast. I'm joined, as always, by co-host of the podcast and the lead pastor of One Life Church, Brett Nicholson. Yes, on Election Eve at that. That's uh, that's when we're taping this. We do record, yeah, on uh, Mondays, and usually these episodes go up on Wednesdays. So um, hopefully, by the time you're listening to this, we know who's the next you know president and there's a lot of other things that are happening not just presidential election but right uh, yeah running but hopefully we'll know something but <laughs> I, we might i'm not. wondering at the, yeah we may not and uh, that's a that's interesting all by itself yeah we've been going through a series here at one life church called talking points um and we're going through the sermon on the plane which is luke chapter six um brett has it always been the sermon on the plane or is that something that is been recent is it always been the plane i feel like i never heard that you know yeah you you know it doesn't get a lot of press but i remember hearing it that i think for the first time back when i was in college and so that was like over 30 years ago oh, <laughs> so it's okay. at, least, at least been that long now, because it says he came down to a level place so yeah. i don't know how far it goes back because sermon on the mount's very famous everybody's used to saying that but uh, i so i think it probably does go back quite a ways uh, it's just it doesn't get as much press yeah and you challenge us um, to read that passage every day. Yes. Uh, for 17 days, I think, total. So uh-huh. we've got uh, today, tomorrow, still to read it. And um, um, and it, something that's in there, I think a lot of people would know it, whether, the, whether you are someone who is a person of faith or not, the golden rule yes, uh, is, is, is yeah. part of that. Um, you know, do unto others as you would have them do unto you is something that was probably on a lot of household like walls growing oh, up, yeah, right? Absolutely. You know? Made it to the plaques. Yeah. And it's kind of in the midst of a lot of other things that we probably don't talk about as much, you right. know, um, which is kind of interesting when I started thinking about that. That's something I should have said in our staff meeting today when we, cause I was like, it keeps popping up for me. I'm like, well, yeah, that's in there. And then there's yeah. all these other things of like, yeah, even sinners do this or even sinners yeah. do that. Um, yeah, it, it's it's probably the more memorable one, just memorizable, I guess is the, I don't know if that's how you say that, but uh, <laughs> but like for the early church especially, because uh, early church history would show that the, 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 the content of the Sermon on the Mount or the Sermon on the Plain was very well known, and you know, they, they couldn't, most of them couldn't read, but they would have probably memorized the Luke version because it's a little bit shorter, mm-hmm. and, you, and you can kind of feel that if you've done the whole 17-day run, which I know at least five people have have. I think that I've heard at least that, but it would have been more, um, able to be memorized and taken around your brain. That's why it's more, I I think all those phrases are well known. Like it it says twice, you know, um, I say to you, love your enemies and that kind of thing. So it's just a part, uh, it would have been the one that they carried around in their, in their minds a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and so in your message from this past weekend, which anyone can check out our messages at onelifechurch.org, uh, you can just click on messages and we're in the series there. True, um, sorry, True North was our previous one. This one is called Talking Points. Um, did I say True North at the beginning? No, you didn't. You said Talking okay, Points. Good. Yeah, we're on it. Thanks. You're trying. Thanks. Um, but yeah, so Talking Points in, um, uh, there are four four points, kind of, or four kind of overarching themes that you went through. Um, yeah. Just kind of give us a little bit of an overview of yeah, those. Yeah, and, and, the, and the goal with, with the whole Sermon on the Plane thing was is watching the conversation conversation in everybody's head going the political direction, I was hoping to kind of give you something else to think about or a grid that was a little bit higher to think about so you can kind of put those things in perspective. And then the goal of the message was, okay, things are really volatile. Things are, uh, I've, I've heard about families, you know, getting super upset with one another and not talking to each other and things that you hear those rumors going around and thought, okay, how can you use the content of the Sermon on the Plain to uh, de-escalate some of that stuff or bring the temperature down? Right. And so we said, uh, to remember four words and they are identity, 
humility, loyalty, and charity. And your identity is the whole, the whole thing I've been trying to get across, and I'm going to do it this coming week and the following week, is you're a disciple first. Uh, it's okay to be a Republican. It's okay to be a Democrat. But you want to, if you are a follower of Christ, you're a disciple first. That's your first and foremost and foundational identity. Uh, secondly was humility is just remembering that uh, if you are a disciple, you are a sinner saved by grace. You are someone who came before God with nothing. You have your sp- spiritual poverty. So you got to remember, and all of us need to remember, don't get too arrogant when it comes to moralizing and things of that nature, which people do a lot in the political discussion. And then third was loyalty. We spent the most time on that, and we can explore that a little more if you want. But uh, it, Jesus says, uh, blessed are you when men, when people ostracize you and, 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 and curse your name as evil and all that sort of thing. But you have to be willing because because both of those, both of the systems, Democrat and Republican, are necessarily corrupt because they're, they're human systems. They're not the kingdom of God. They're not synonymous with the kingdom of God. Even if you do choose to be a Republican or a Democrat or whatever, you will find things that violate principles of the word of, uh, of the word of God and the kingdom of God in it. So be willing to be, uh, to change that. And that's where I gave the assignment, uh, try to commend the other and and critique your own. And then finally, charity is just this catch-all for he says, love your enemies. Love your enemies. He says it two different times in there. And so how can we be charitable no matter what, no matter what the winds uh, of the political landscape, which way they blow? Uh, that was kind of the, the, the basics of that. But I'm... Uh, uh, I gave the homework assignment, though, of try to stand within your own tradition, whatever that is, and uh, commend the other one and then mm-hmm. critique your own. And so that was that was where we spent most of the time. And, and I think that helps break down that real party spirit that we all have that demonizes the other and and, uh, and hopefully humbles us a little bit. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I thought it was a great recap. You did? Okay, yeah. really? Okay, That's good. good. Um, and, and, you know, you talked about loyalty and, and kind of the thing that um, I think a lot of people – maybe we'll remember or think about, you know, hopefully is uh, the ability to um, not just commend and um, uh, critique, but commend and critique, like you said, in inside of um, how it relates to our life as, as Christians, as people of faith, you know, like, and right. we're looking at it that, and that um, spectrum, which is really different. So that's kind of a question I had, you know, um, how do we do that? Cause I think even as people of faith, if we get really, it's easy to get tangled into like, well, this is how this is treating this part of my life or people that I know or people that I care about or um, like we, we get outside of um, how it actually relates to us as, as children of God and more as we look at it in culture. Like, is there a way to kind of get back into that? I mean, and maybe it's just continuing to read passages like Luke 6, you know, kind of get our yeah. head back into that. But I mean, any other things that you would say to people? But I, I think it, the simplistic answer is stay in the Bible more. But uh, it, maybe it's a good exercise of kind of monitoring how you think. And we all have to do this is as you're reading passages like that. What I've noticed from, and, and I get to study the Bible for a living, so I, I get to cheat. Now I try to do it <laughs> devotionally as well, just mm-hmm. like I expect anybody else to do. But what I notice continually is it really doesn't sound like um, our modern political culture. It just doesn't. And and I'm familiar with it. I follow the news. I'm entertained by it. I, I find politics interesting. I find history interesting. But on the other hand, I can say that the Bible simply sounds different than either party does or the political thing. And so that's why you want to... Um, kind of make sure you're always returning back to scripture and let it sound differently because mm-hmm. I think it's very easy to kind of 
park on a subject uh, like uh, just any kind of political subject and your mind will automatically go there all the time. And if you don't use the scripture to lift you out of that stuff, you'll stay on that track all the time. You'll just return to it over and over and over and over again. Whereas a lot of, you know, the, the apostle Paul, Jesus, all of them, they weren't speaking to those things that we think are so important today, right. whether it's tax codes or whatever else, they weren't talking about that stuff. So I find it very refreshing to lift your mind up first and stay in there. Did that get to what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, I think Is so. I mean, because I, I was just thinking, I mean, personally, I mean, I've been um, in times where I can find myself getting upset, right? You can just, you can feel sure. the temperature rising inside of you when you see something that just feels wrong um and you can't even put your your like words into it sometimes it's just emotion like oh, yeah, and absolutely. so how do we flip back from that you know and, and for me it's just been a lot of prayer of like you know god softening my heart to yeah. um, things and he has and i'm very thankful for that you know in the last few weeks i've just been much happier <laughs> um in a simple way yeah, um, of just asking for that but um and even when you were saying that there like i think too <laughs> like People of faith, uh, sometimes we are very guilty of this. And I think of, um, um, I'll use an example. Um, this isn't a specific in politics, but I think of something like, but I think it gets used in a similar way. Like my mom, for example, I love me, mom. Um, uh, like <laughs> You're very careful here. Yeah, All right. Like she'll see something on Facebook or something. It's like, you know, daughter. It's like some meme or gif that says like daughter, or like, you know, the person that becomes my best friend or something like that. And she'll tag me in it right. and like assume that that like has said all these words and means all these things and, whatever is just going to, all these kittens and rainbows are going to flow from it. And I think even as people of faith, we see things on social media and we tag other people in it and say, oh, if you watch this or if you read this or yeah. like, it's that same type of thing. Like we're, we don't want to have the relationship. We don't want to have the conversation. We just want to share something with you. And if we tag you in it or if we post this one line and if you don't change from that, then that's your fault. Like right. yeah. there's a whole yeah. nother, like just I don't know. I don't even know if it's a question, but yeah. I just something I'm noticing. And as you were talking about that, like when we talk about critiquing and commending, like we don't even want to do that. Sometimes we just want people to see things that we see. Exactly. And, and think about how little you've been impacted by short statements like that. Yeah. I mean, it, it, you know, change in our minds happens, but it comes over the long period. Typically it comes over, uh, just our life experiences. And I know what shaped me politically. And I also know that I've gone, uh, I, I've gone to different extremes one way or the other sure. and in the middle of the road and all that. There were things in my seasons in life in college, I thought one way. And then when I got out and, and, uh, was, uh, you know, had my young family, I thought another way and I kind of modified some of my beliefs and we all do that. It, it's just very, very normal part of the traveling, but it, w it wasn't because someone sent me some one lighter right. thing or, uh, I have a, someone in my life that sends me YouTube videos almost constantly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I don't watch any of them anymore. <laughs> I mean, I just don't, I'm sorry. I just, I, it, because I know it's not going to impact me and he thinks it will, but it won't. And that's, I think the fear even is if, if we are people saying, Hey, I follow the Bible, right. And I read the Bible and I trust it and I'm live it out in my life. And I want other people to see that too. If we get to a point where we're sending things that just become noise and there's no relationship, then we've right. lost all of our opportunity um, to share what we believe is the best thing um, that, you know, in, in ever, which is Jesus. So yeah, exactly. And so yeah. that's kind of the scary thing. And yeah, the you, you can, you can, uh, you, you can 
when you've had a really good, deep conversation with someone, a relationally connected one, then you can send little things that build on the thoughts yeah. that you're having. Those are, that's fun. Yeah. Um, but you, but when you, when it's just kind of throwing things out there, I think that's the danger of, of, of social media is that we post things and, and we're trying to stand up where we believe in our convictions, but we have to be careful of that. Sure. And then Jesus comes along. What's interesting is he said, we were a lot happier. That's what struck me. I was reading the sermon on the plane just in my own devotional life. And he, he does, he says, love your enemies two different times in there. And I thought that is such a bizarre statement to say, and it ruins everything as far as all of our, uh, you know, our fist shaking and all the stuff that we do and moralizing that we do. He comes along and says, love your enemies. And you're like, what do you even do with that? It's like, it calls off all of the, um, the, the struggles that we have internally. And it's not yeah. that you don't have convictions, but it does kind of put this whole other twist on it, which I think does make you happier. If It's freeing, yeah. actually. Uh, I don't have to be, get so worked up. Because I remember back years ago, I, I would get super worked up about political goings on. And, uh, and, I, and I realized I came to this place in my life where I thought, this is, this is just basically unhealthy. I'm freaking out almost every day over what, you know, what one president is doing with taxes. Yeah. It's just so strange. Uh, you, you need a break. Um, so we do have to talk about you. You spent a, you know fifteen minutes of your message or so uh, talking about commending and right. critiquing, and I thought you did a great job with that. Um, well, I even going that. into it, and I was like, she's not required to say those kinds yeah, of things uh, either. It's free will, and sometimes totally. I don't. So that's exactly <laughs> <Yeah>. right. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, um, right. that's part of why I love my job. I get to be honest, but um, you know, being able to, uh, I think you did a really good job of being able to say things that I don't think anyone necessarily would disagree with. Um, they hear all of those things, and um, we do have to share a little bit of a funny story. Do you want to share it? Do you want me to share it? Uh, I'd like to hear you share it if you. If, yeah. um, so uh, one of the things that the 2020 has brought uh, most churches and ministries is is figuring out ways to um, provide services online, and we've uh, really continued to build that. And it's something we've always been fairly good at is doing some things on screens. But now we've been focusing on like, what does it look like creating a service that doesn't just allow you to watch, but allows you to engage, uh, hopefully with other people in your room, but also um, online. And so we have a Facebook stream that goes up at 9am every Sunday and somebody was watching and during the part where you were commending uh, one political party, they said, oh, I'm sharing this. And then you got to the point where you <laughs> critiqued or maybe commended the other political party. Right. And they said, oh, I made a mistake in sharing this. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I yeah. absolutely love that. It was my favorite story coming out of that. I thought in one way that, that means I hit the bullseye yeah. of what I was doing. You know, someone, oh, oh whoops, I shouldn't have done that. But, uh, um, that, but that just illustrates the point. Yeah. Like we, we can get so polarized and I get it. I've been there. I, I, I've had those things. I've had, I'm not above any of that stuff, but I know that again, by reading something like the sermon on the plane or just big chunks of scripture that simply don't sound like that conversation we're having, it always kind of washes a lot of that away mm -hmm. for the day or for the hour or whatever. And, and kind of takes me to a different place, which, which that was the goal of the whole thing. You can go to a different place. And I think that's, um, you know, we talked about, you know, this will, this will air on the post side of the election. Right. You know, what do you do on the post side? Yeah. Uh, if you're on the losing team or if you're on the winning team, how are you yeah. going to handle that? How That's are you going to handle that? Me? Yeah. Well, I mean, for me, it's funny. It's uh, We say that it's, it's not really a joke, but it's become like, um, in a sense, something we say, like, just to get everyone 
I don't know, refocus was like, Jesus is still on the throne. <laughs> like, yeah, like absolutely. as simple yeah. as that is sometimes like that's where I can go back to and be okay with, um, yeah. like regardless of what happens of, you know, whoever is, is in charge, Jesus is still on the throne. And I still believe that, you know, our country is, you know, there's a lot of checks and balances that allow those things to keep people, um, whatever way, um, yeah. checked and balanced, um, checked and balanced. Yeah. That's right. We'll it keep actually it works. Simple. Uh, hopefully. Yeah. And so I think there's a lot of other things that can happen. I think that we're all looking for, you know, one thing to change everything. And I'm not sure that's going to happen regardless. So. Yeah. We, we, we tend, I, I'll, this sounds funny to say, I'll give you my, my, my favorite point that I made <laughs> that was just yes. helpful for me Yeah, was, uh, at the end, uh, was I, I realized, uh, cause I love to church uh, study church history and Constantine uh, the great came in and he was the first Christian emperor, but he didn't come along until, uh, the year 213 AD. And so it was literally 272 years between oh. Jesus death and yeah. resurrection and him coming to the throne. And even then, some people questioned if he was really a Christian. That's still debated to this day. And and the laws that he passed, some helped them, some weren't all that great. There was a lot of... But the point is, it was amazing to me that the church had built this reputation for being this generous, life-loving, loving-your-enemies thing. People knew them that way, and they they were known for building hospitals. They built, uh, they were known for having orphanages. They did all kinds of stuff that we would want political parties to do, but they did it, and they did it without any help from the government. And so I think the, the, the best thing that we can do, it's not that government's not important and we live in a democracy where we all get to participate, which is very cool. But on the other hand, if you're a part of the kingdom of God and you're in the church, you don't have to wait around in the government to do that. You can you can plow ahead and do the things that God has called us to do, irrespective mm-hmm. of whatever the government does. And because there's countries all around the world that don't have near the freedoms that we do, and, uh, and the church just uh, does what it does. Yeah. And, and that's been very freeing for me and very helpful. Yeah, and I mean, for even anyone in ministry, if you're listening to this and you um, work in ministry or you're just a part of a church and you're the mission doesn't change. I mean, the mission exactly. of what we're trying to yeah. do of helping people for us, our mission here is helping people trust and follow Jesus. And, um, that doesn't change regardless of, you know, what happens on November 3rd, um, in yeah, the United that's, States. That, so. That's always true. And it's, it, it's keep your citizenship in the kingdom as, as your first card that you're carrying around yeah. instead of, you know, your identity as Republican and Democrat. And I was thinking about a friend of mine who is, He's involved in government, which I want to I, really, I, the more I've looked at it and I have someone in my family that's in the opposite party that's involved in politics, I, I truly commend anybody who does it because they're putting themselves in a really, really difficult yeah. place. But I do believe you can walk your discipleship out within those contexts as well. That's the beauty of this country and it's the beauty of what the kingdom of God does. So I would highly encourage that. But at the same time, the rest of us don't get too discouraged um, if things don't go your way, if, you know, this person wins or that person wins or whatever else. Yeah. I think one of my favorite things from, um, the global leadership summit this year that has still stuck with me is one of the speakers said that good leaders unite. And I think that this is an opportunity, not for any person, but for the church to be a good leader, to help people unite. And it's an opportunity for us to come together. And I love that, uh, we talked about this at our church is that we do have, um, a lot of differing opinions. And I like that. Um, yes. I don't want it to be uh, everyone um, just agreeing on everything because then there's no growth. You know, there's just a lot of stagnant and no yeah. change. And so um, 
yeah, hopefully, the, I hope and pray that um, the church is part of the unity that happens. Yeah, I liked the privilege of knowing uh, for a fact that I was talking to people from different sides of the aisle yeah. um, yesterday, and uh, we're, we're not stereotypical one way or the other, I don't think, and, but, and it was a privilege to be able to say, okay, standing where you are, you know, think about it different, because my, my goal was not to move people politically one way or the other, it was to open them politically and right. open them mentally and spiritually to, to consider some things and weigh some things out and so that's where the because uh, that's where the like you said that's where the growth is honestly mm-hmm. yeah uh but i do have one final question one final question yeah. okay well because i feel All like right. we, we got to most of the conversation we okay. want to talk about um I, have you one have you got well just one have you got any messages from any libertarians who are upset that you didn't talk about that <laughs> i did acknowledge that they existed yeah, that's true. Uh, but uh, i have not got the libertarian note yet I, okay. I i have not done that but i i think i told our staff today if i do get emails or something that people whether either commending me or critiquing me uh, they will uh, they'll may land on monday or tuesday yeah. so if i i haven't got anything yet but i may get something tomorrow but it's not been um so far the reactions have been either silent that people may be you know roasting me over lunch or something like that Maybe. but it may not yeah that's right it may happen or there's some really it's, good conversations it's, so. it's yeah it's inevitable so. so and then this coming week we're going to deal with even um, more difficult topics so wow yeah All right. <laughs> i can't wait Let's see what the podcast right. is so, next week then exactly <laughs> um yeah so Anything else to close with? Uh, I, I would just say, uh, again, I think uh, as we as we move forward in this year, you know, be encouraged that um, I, I don't want it to sound cliche to say God's still on the throne, but he really truly is. And you're, you're called as a citizen of the kingdom and and uh, um, ambassador for the kingdom. And I did uh, I did hear one one kind of cool thing I, that, now that we were in a meeting where someone said they they took the Trump flag out of their yard and they didn't do it because they are not for Trump anymore, but they did it knowing that probably it may cost them a relationship with their neighbor. Mm -hmm. And I thought that's the money right there. Mm -hmm. That is the real thing. That's very, very cool. You can still vote for Trump if you want to, that's fine. But just someone discerned that having that there may be a stumbling block to someone else. And I'm more interested in that relationship. And I thought that's, uh, if we if we accomplish that through the thing and huh. that, that that's a, that's a win that's a huge win. Great, that's great. Well, thank you guys again um, for listening. As always, thank you for being a part of yeah just this community and this conversations that we hope to continue to keep having. Um, we love hearing from you. You can email us at podcast at onelifechurch.org. And the other thing that would be super helpful is um, give us a like or rating wherever you're listening to right now. Uh, some feedback there uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Um, and also share it out. That really helps us out as well as continuing to have these conversations and grow. And things that, like, if this is a good one, let us know. If it's not a good one, you can let us know that too. That's fine. So we'll learn from that and we want to keep getting better. So thanks so much. And uh, we'll see you next time.